I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> we're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl. All about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. Okay, we I just almost fell out of this chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, the 
that's a good way to kick off the episode. That is the appropriate reaction. <laughs> Guys, wow. We have just Ooh. been on an emotional roller coaster, the three of us. There wow. are things we learned about our show for the first time. There were cringes and cries and, and uh, I mean, revelations, honestly, in episode 12. Crash course in polite conversation. It was Ooh. a crash, all right. This show aired originally on February 3rd, 2004. Ooh, we were into winter shooting and my God, yeah. it was cold. Oh yeah. Um, Boo. And, and this one, if you recall, is about, uh, after the last episode where Larry comes home and Peyton gets time with her dad in this one, she receives the devastating news that her dad is lost at sea. And she and Lucas take a trip to Hilton Head, South Carolina to identify a body that has washed ashore, which turns into an overnight and oh goodness, and if that wasn't enough drama, Nathan's grandparents come to town, don't know Deb and Dan are separated, and secrets start to be spilled. Woo! Grandma and Grandpa coming to town was a revelation for yeah. me. Majorly, we learned things we did not know. <laughs> Majorly, pardon the pun, because we had Major Dad <gasps> Gerald McCraney. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know. I set it up and I didn't even know. <laughs> Okay, wait, I have to say how excited I was because I was a huge Major Dad fan and he was married to Delta Burke and I was a big Designing Women fan oh, and yes. Gerald McCraney was like a household name in my home growing up. And when they told me, and Tess Harper too, yeah. by the way, um, from Little Girl Lost. Remember that movie, that like Lifetime movie in the 80s that everybody watched? She is an icon. Yes. Yeah. Um, so te- when they told me Tess Harper and Gerald McCraney were playing Nathan's grandparents and that I got to work, I I lost my mind. I <laughs> lost my mind. dressed up for dinner? I was so <laughs> excited. And the first scene when I got to work with him was the dinner party. And uh, I just remember walking in and like seeing him sitting there at the dinner, t- dinner table waiting for our blocking rehearsal. And I was just speechless. I was so starstruck. How was it? Like, could he tell that you were geeking out? I don't know. I mean, he was lovely. Both of them were so, so sweet and smart. And mm-hmm. I loved just listening to their ideas on the scene and hearing the way that they um, spoke up about their their thoughts on their characters, even though they were jumping in as a guest star, which, mm-hmm. you know, you, a lot of younger people, when they come in as a guest star, they're scared to have ideas on shows because, yeah. we're you know, we're new and we just want to get along with everybody. And Seeing the way of a vet like walks into a room and is like, no, I'm taking up space here. You hired me for a reason. I have ideas. Let's talk about them. It was like so baller. Um, so anyway, I just loved them. I feel like Joy, as as your friend, and Hill, I'm I'm <laughs> sure you saw this too. Yes, There's yes. the shot when Haley walks in with Nathan and sees Royal, and I was like, that's Joy. That is yeah. Joy. <laughs> Losing her mind that it's Gerald McCraney. It that's was. you. I want to know, like, like joy when they announce the blocking and they're like, all right, we're going to have Haley sit next to Royal. Uh-huh. Like I can just feel like the excitement there. Like, yeah, I can handle that. Of course. Mom, I'm sitting next to Major Dad. This is so cool. So really? Oh, but I gosh. also saw Joy, you empowered as an actress a little bit more in this episode through your wardrobe because your mm. outfit at that dinner felt like, like Haley's had to wear a bunch of goofy shit on this show yeah you know and Mm -hmm. you came to impress your boyfriend's family and i'm sure it helped that you were also like game to impress these like 
totally awesome guest stars. Yeah. Um, do you remember picking that outfit? Because it is like gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, it was very sort of, um, I guess it was kind of 60s, that outfit. Um, yeah. I. I rem- I don't remember specifically the fitting, although it does make sense to me that it would have been. It's the first time we see Haley really dressed up for anything. Your hair was curled. You know, she, my <laughs> hair was curled. She had a little extra makeup on. She really went out of her way, and um, it, I it, a vintage vibe on Haley makes a lot of sense. And and yeah. what I liked about this too, which you were saying that she's, it it was empowering as an actress, but I think it was more just that Haley was really getting to. Um, she, I, I've been watching her come into her own over the course of the last 12 episodes and seeing that she is trying to figure out who she is like we all did in high school. And I'm yeah. enjoying that journey for her. Like, uh, do I wear weird hats? Is that who I am? Do I, <laughs> do I get dressed up in vintage vibes? Like, is this who I am? You know, just experimenting with all that mm-hmm. fun stuff that you do in high school. I I think Haley really gets to, because clearly Peyton and uh, Lucas in this storyline are doing all the grown-up stuff, like all the scandalous grown-up stuff. And I think throughout at least the beginning of the show, the first couple of seasons, Haley definitely gets to be sort of the stereotypical high school girl that people can relate to in that we way. We do get so that to live nice. vicariously through Haley. Whereas like Brooke knows who she is. Like Brooke is wearing juicy yeah. suits from A to Z. Yeah. yeah. You know? She's yeah. solid. Yeah. Figured it out. Okay. It didn't even register with me until you just said episode 12. Like if this was a show that was on air today, this would be the end of the season. Oh yeah. Like nobody goes past 12 episodes right. really anymore. So this would be the cliffhanger where everyone's like, wah, 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 what's, what's going to happen? happen? Yeah. So the fact that we're only halfway through season one. Can you got believe 22 it's episodes? It's, it's so bonkers. many shows. I mean, and guys, we went on in later seasons to do 23 and 24. I mean, we, we did full years of shooting. It yeah. was so wild. And God, yeah. I, I just remember... You know, our whole storyline before you guys go on your road trip, Hill, revolved around us, you know, fixing up your dad's old car. God. And I remember when they pulled the the cover off that thing. I'm such a gearhead. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? I was so excited. (laughs) And then I had to be like, you can fix the starter, right? Like, like such a ding dong. But I loved I loved seeing that. Because I, I had such a sense memory of how cold we were. Yeah. And I remember those nights Ooh. out with that Corvette and you and I huddled in the car under down jackets trying to get warm before they'd take them away. And we'd yeah. have to just like be in our T-shirts. Winter in Wilmington. What an introduction. We thought like it's the South. It's yeah. the South. Surely it will be 90 degrees all year long. <laughs> um, wrong. It no. is so wet and so cold in the yeah. winter because that wind chill is brutal. Yeah. I mean, you, you're from Virginia Hill and I was yeah. Texas and New Jersey, but well, Texas being the South in the winter, I, I knew that it was going to be cold and I'm sure you did too from Virginia, but, but because it was a coastal town and we yeah. were on the water, it was a different Ugh. kind of cold. <laughs> like yeah. all the scenes where you can see our love handles. Right? Yeah. I, I remain so, I'm like, can I get a coat that covers my ass? My, like, all my body heat goes yeah. out through my back and my butt. And I, I just know. remember, like, that constant fight of, can yeah. I get a coat that covers my ass? Please, a jacket. Please, please, please. Yeah. So, yes. my so okay, I want to talk about my first question in this episode was why 
do you think Brooke so casually backed out and let Peyton and Brooke, I mean, sorry, Peyton and Lucas go on this road trip and and not just let, but like volunteered, like, Hey, you two go ahead and go without any reservation or concern. Or I was like, wow. I mean, again, I think it's a device. Like we talked about how earlier in the season, Brooke was made a device for conflict at the party. Yeah. Um, in this episode, this road trip is the device, but I think what I liked about it because I'd been clamoring for, you know, her motivation, who she really is, why does she behave the way she behaves? And I think after the last episode where she says, this is what I think is happening. I think Mm -hmm. he's basically dating us both. Uh, And Peyton says, no, you need to trust yourself. He picked you and I love you. I think she's really trying to lean into that. I think she's Mm. trying to trust her best friend. And I think she's trying to trust her boyfriend. And I think as we're getting to learn her motivations, She's learning about herself too. And, and I, I remember thinking, well, as we watched it, it's such a moment of self-awareness to say, I'm really not good in a crisis. And it, you know, essentially if it's your dad, I'm going to lose it and you're going to have to take care of me. And that's completely inappropriate. Right. Wow. You know, I was like, wow. Like, yeah, I I loved, I loved that she was willing to admit that Mm -hmm. and be honest about her fear and say, like, the thing I'm going to be really good at is sitting here and answering the phone and, and holding holding it down. Like, I, I trust you guys. and it, That's awesome. And I think knowing what was coming, I had to lean into it extra because we, we knew that the whole point was we'd, we'd get to a betrayal. It, it pains me I to know. see how inclusive Brooke is in this episode. It's like, oh, we're going to be on a date together? Like, let's spend some quality time together fixing Peyton's dad's car, you know, like, let's go to Peyton's house. Let's check up on her. Let's, you know, like she Mm. got the memo that Peyton was feeling weird. She misinterpreted it as like, oh, you're feeling like a third wheel. Let me just overcompensate, which is so noble and so sweet and so endearing. And like, I, I, did we not watch these episodes when we filmed them? I guess not. Guys, I don't think so. Cause look, I mean, if you look at the episode, look how many nights we were shooting. Yeah. We weren't home when these episodes were airing, so yeah. we wouldn't see them. You're TiVo. No. We had TiVo, but I would honestly <laughs> like... We? What were you, yeah, rich? But, but, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go home and watch the show. I wanted to go home and watch I Love Lucy or like whatever yeah. the new thing was that was on, you know, some yeah. big fancy show. I, I, I was sick of... I was sick of us because I was with us all day. <laughs> <laughs> But all these years later, I'm not sick of us. Now no, more, I love more, us. more. Now I can't get enough of us. <laughs> no, but it's, I think we all had these moments in this episode where we were like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, revelatory. <laughs> yeah. We all missed the Dan Scott memo. Oh. So let's address. So Danny, oh, yeah. when they call, when his mom shows up calling him Danny at the beginning of this episode. And it's Danny's birthday. And then Gerald McRaney comes in and checks on Karen. Like, these are all things that I I don't remember. Like, him no. checking up on Karen is indicative of, of something really, I don't know, subversive going on for the yeah. last, you know, how old are the kids? 16 years old? Yeah. Yeah, it made me wonder, like, has he been helping to pay for Lucas? I wonder like, that too. Future? Has he been, I mean, why is he in touch with Karen? And he said it's an old friend. 
And yeah. he said it sincerely. So it wasn't like he was, um, it, was it wasn't ominous. It was like, mm-hmm. they actually are in touch. But that makes sense for some narcissistic patriarch to be like pu- trying to puppet things and pulling strings in all directions too. Well, and I wondered in that moment, because Dan and Karen were together in high school. Yes. yes. So Dan would have been living with Royal. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of a relationship Royal had with Karen? Was he mad at Dan for leaving Karen? Did he feel like his son slighted this girl? It, like it, it, it launched me into a thousand questions. Well, he's also like a great looking man. And sometimes great looking mm-hmm. men just like to be adored. Um, <laughs> and so it makes sense that he would sit next to cute little Haley in her cute little sweater at dinner. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that he was probably on friendly terms with Karen when she was the cute little girl in a cute little sweater. Mm-hmm. You know, there is that um, nostalgia that certain mm-hmm. people carry because he married his cute little wife who probably wore a cute little sweater once. <laughs> um, and so those kinds of patterns of, of I don't know, machismo make sense. Yeah. I also, I don't know that he, um, I I was just thinking about what, what you were saying about him being there when Karen and Dan were together. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that he would have supported their relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it, but I could see his character encouraging Dan to break up with her, but then feeling guilty about it. And so like making Mm -hmm. up for it by staying in touch oh, with Karen and trying to pay for Lucas in some way or something. I don't know. Did we ever solve this mystery? Does it come up in future episodes? I don't know. I, don't I guess we're going to have to watch. <laughs> no, I don't know. I am realizing though in this moment where I'm like, oh man, this is a this is a place where Brooke and I are really actually so similar that I didn't see then. But you being like, it's so sweet and noble. She's trying to include her. And I'm like, what do you, do you think he would have been so mad at his son for being a bad guy? And I'm like, God damn it. This is why... <laughs> I just, this is why I've gotten myself into so much trouble. Cause I'm like, no, it has to be the best version of, of the situation. Everybody's being nice. And you are an eternal optimist, Sophia. Uh, that is real life. Just oh like, man. oh no, his intentions are totally pure. No, this person's being sweet. Damn it. It's striking that they cast someone that looks enough like Barbara. So, you know, Tess oh. and Barbara have yeah. a very similar style in this show. Yeah. And it makes sense that when faced with a choice, Danny um, goes with the girl that looks like his mom, especially if he's trying to win his dad's approval. And similar mm. personalities too. I mean, if you slap yeah. a Southern accent on Barb, you've got, a, there's, a, there's a pretty similar vibe going on there. Tough, tough lady. Yeah. It's true. It, it was also a very cool choice, I think, on the on the part of both our hair and makeup departments and wardrobe mm-hmm. to style them in the same way. The morning after the big dinner, they're both in the kitchen wearing these like eggplant purple shirts. Do we think it was on purpose, though? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, do we think no, it was on I purpose do. or do you think, remember, we had such limited resources in season one. <laughs> we had limited resources, but guys, I remember... I remember all the way back to the beginning, there were very conscious conversations about the colors that people yeah. were put in. I wore a lot of black and red and bold colors because Brooke was like a bad girl. Hill, if you notice, like you you were wearing a lot of white and black and, and that like sage green and they would always I wore put a lot Chad. Of green. Yeah. 
They'd yeah. always put Chad in that blue version of a sage green. I don't know what that's called. It's like a cadet blue or a something. Heather blue. There it is. And like, <laughs> so there, there were all these choices about what the colors that the characters were wearing represented. And then they put joy in like every fucking color all at the same time. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> you were like a color wheel. Exactly. Every leftover color goes on joy. But yeah, I do. I think it was on purpose. And and like you said, even when you see them at the dinner party, they kind of blew out Barbara's hair to be a little fuller, like Tess's hair, yeah. you know, yeah. um, so that Mrs. Scott Sr. and Mrs. Scott Jr. look very, very alike. I thought that was really smart. Oh man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have too no many idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah. I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month. So I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, 
They will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired, girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama.
Hey guys, it's Jana Kramer. The iHeartRadio Music Festival is back. Join us for the official iHeartRadio Music Festival pre-show podcast hosted by me, Jana Kramer. It's going to be a blast and we will have all your favorite celebrities and artists joining, such as Chrissy Metz, Debbie Gibson, Joey McIntyre, Donny Osmond, 98 Degrees, Teddy Mellencamp, and so many more. Get your tickets today at onlocationlive.com. Let's get lucky. I loved seeing Dan as a teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I really thought Paul did a nice job of making those choices and how quickly he switched from big alpha tough guy into submissive teenage boy as soon as his dad showed up. And even at the dinner table, like when Barb was, sorry, Deb was talking and, uh, he just looked at her and gave her this look with like wide eyes and then like looked at his parents and like, <laughs> come on, stop. Don't, don't, don't throw me out of the bus. My dad's going to so see. so sweet, but really good performance. I, it yeah. was so sharp. Paul mm-hmm. turned in an extraordinary performance in this episode given he was also really ill. Yeah. And he oh, got that's right. he got super sick during this episode, during that dinner party. And no one would know, like we even forgot because yeah. his performance is so strong. And then I was like, wait a second. They had to shoot this scene really weird because Paul had to go to the hospital. Yeah, and, something and so was up. To, I don't know. He's just, he's able to focus in a way that's really respectable. And mm-hmm. yeah, I would, you know, I think that's why they threw in that line at the beginning of the dinner party scene. Did you hear Tess say, you don't, you look sick, Danny. Which could just be oh. like, oh, your dad's here and you're stressed out. But I also think part of it was coverage because he was like sweating profusely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He just used it. Um, wow. That's acting, kids. <laughs> We're just going to yeah, use what we he got. He is a trooper. He is nothing if not professional and, you know, make sure that he can push through and he's like refuses to take anyone's pity. <laughs> no, <laughs> I kind so of true. love that about him. So, I yeah. know. And because he, he's such a bear, but he's he's so tender. I know. There's like nothing better than being protected by Paul Johansson. Oh, like, yeah. Wow, this is so lovely. And he's so in a friend. moment where he needed support, um, I think it's so sweet that the whole crew and, and all of you guys who were in that scene really stepped up to make sure you could shoot him out and he could go to the hospital. I mean, because this is the reality of our job. It, it kind of doesn't matter if you're sick. You've yeah. got to get the shots. And that can be really detrimental to people. And so, you know, you guys doing the wide shots that included everyone and then doing all of Paul's coverage and then having Jim, who worked in the prop department, Was it Jim? Was it Craig? Who sat in for him? Do you remember? I feel like it was Jim Nelson. I think it was Jim Nelson. And just the thought that, you know, everyone would do that is... I really think it speaks to the sort of generosity of spirit of of our crew. Yeah, which, it was a family. Yeah, it was so By special. By this point, this was the last episode mm-hmm. we shot before Christmas break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then we all took off for like three weeks or a month and came back and Paul was better. And it was like, yeah. oh, thank God. But yeah. no one really knew how sick he'd been. Um, it was kind of a revelation when we came back in January, which makes it even more interesting to watch this episode and be like, God, he he just knocked it out. I mean, and even the scenes, obviously the dinner scenes are so A, impressive because of his performance and B, extra impressive because you know what he was dealing with. But that scene in the dealership when, Mm. when Gerald Royal, Dan's dad comes in 
and starts kind of riding him and, and jabbing at him with his accomplishments in front of the customer and then, you know, punches him and <laughs> says, oh, look, you're still fit. You, you go, oh, my God, this is who Dan is with Nathan yeah. and it's who Royal is with Dan. And you realize these relationships have just generationally mirrored. And it's like and big revelation for oof. Nathan too to to be it, oh. to experience that in that like real time to hear yeah. that come to light like that. I wrote this line down, Joy, because it was my favorite line of the episode when Nathan's apologizing that Haley like witnessed all that at the dinner. And Haley mm. says, it's okay. It helped me understand you. Like mm. bearing witness to someone else's mess mm. is the most intimate thing you can do because without having to d- discuss it to death, you understand the person so much more. And yes. Haley being the one person yeah. that can bear witness to what Nathan's going through is yeah. so sweet. I mean, we've all watched each other in real life deal with some like terribly yeah. messy things. And I think yeah. that's why we're friends 20 years later. Yeah. You know, she, Haley also uh, <laughs> had my favorite line of the episode because Nathan goes and because she says, you know, now you know the truth. And Nathan goes, yeah, I, I just don't know what to do with it. And Haley goes, okay. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. It was so uh, like also how in, how impressive how good at boundaries she is. She's like, yeah. okay, well, good luck with that. I've, I'm yeah. gonna go do my life now. She had a curfew, <laughs> man. She's like, look, my parents are gonna start flipping the porch light in like man, two seconds. No codependence here. Like she just showed up. She was at the dinner party. Like, oh, his knees are great. You know, and then <laughs> was and, like, <laughs> like speaking up, try to like help everybody be fine, and then goes takes him. You know, he drops her off home and. Yeah, well, good good luck with your problem. I'm thank you for allowing me to witness that, and um, let you know. Hope that goes well for you. Good night. Let me know how it yeah. works out. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, is that just like having being a part of a really big family that you naturally? I mean, because I am an only child, and I have no experience with that. That's so foreign Same. to me that a young woman would be that confident and have those boundaries. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that person. I'm the one that's like, no. cool, let's sit here on the porch for three hours while you yep. talk it out, you know? Yep, totally. Yeah. It's, I know it's four in the morning and I have to do something early, but yeah. like, let yeah, sure. What do you, What else do you need? Yeah, same. I, who knew that we should have been taking lessons from the Haley playbook and setting yeah. boundaries for ourselves, girls? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we all need to get okay tattooed. <laughs> and then the kiss here, that killed me because you go, okay. And then you give him a kiss, like on this funny side part of the of the mouth face. You don't kiss him. You gave him like a, and then you walked away. And I was like, God, it's delicious. I mean, do you think in this moment? Do you think in this moment that Haley is like reconsidering? She's like, oh, there's like three bad generations of this mess. Like, do I want to be Deb? I think that's a legitimate uh, uh, question. That's that's. I don't know. I don't think I thought of that in the moment. But uh, if I were Haley now, I certainly would be thinking. Hmm. Well, I think as adult women, we can't help but think about that now because yeah. we're we're old enough that we've we've looked at our young selves, why we were the way we were, what we carried, what we learned consciously and unconsciously. Like we can therapize, and now we're <laughs> like, well, you know, she's looking at this generational inherited bullshit. Wondering if she's going to be Deb Scott. And it's like, maybe she wasn't when she was 16, but we are in this moment. Yeah, 100%. Um, (laughs) Peyton doesn't have a generational thing to look to. And so I think Mm. that is 
this episode was really difficult for me because I felt like Peyton had already had to deal with so many of these like major traumatic, like sad things. It's like the whole, you know, my mom is dead and now my best friend's kissing this boy. And like every episode, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger with the Peyton trauma. And so when I got the script that it was like, my dad is what now? Like he's, (laughs) what? I hadn't experienced in real life, like a major like panic inducing loss like that. Mm. Um, Like my pastor had passed away, you know, and that was someone who I really respected a lot, but it wasn't my dad. Um, And so I was just like, is this just to get me to cry again? Like, I don't (laughs) don't know how many times I can do this because you feel like you're going to run out of ammo or run out of steam if you just do it every single episode. Yeah. And so that that whole thing was so hard because in between scenes, Sophia and Chad could be like fun. You know, like you guys could be having fun and I would have to just like sit in a corner and like eat Altoids and, you know, and listen to sad <laughs> like songs. menthol and sad songs and try to stay sad. Oh, I thought you made a really interesting choice in this episode, actually, as an actor, because you had been doing so many so many episodes, um, sullen and depressed and struggling. Mm. And, um, and that's what was written for you. So that's what you were doing. And in this episode, you leaned into the vulnerability Mm -hmm. and it softened you. And it, there was, even though you were sad, it wasn't the kind of sad that we've been watching you do. It was, it was, a. It was a much softer, little girl, vulnerable, um, mm-hmm. w- warm. It was like really seeing Peyton warm, I think, yeah. for the first time. The whole redemption thing. They're like, everyone hates you. Um, well, we're going we're gonna to take away your dad now. What I thought was so interesting, though, is, is that in the last episode, I felt like we started to see you that way. There was something so beautiful about Larry, Peyton's dad, coming in. Mm, yes. And we got to see you be this little girl. Yeah. And and really feel her being 16. And and what it led me to see or believe was that this girl who's 16 who lives alone, the the angst that teenagers experience could also be armor for Peyton. This girl kind of out there alone in the world. And then as soon as her dad came back, she got to soften exactly what Joy's saying. It was so tender and sweet. I remember having a thought during this being like, God, that's why I think they leaned into like Peyton in pain because the (laughs) way you played it was so genuine and beautiful. And it made me love you so much. And, And so I think that they took that moment and and really made this new freedom, this new emotional vulnerability, this this young girl, they were like, and maybe we'll take it all away. And as an audience member, I mean, I did this episode with you and watching it now, it, it wounded me so much thinking like, please don't hurt this little girl. Hmm. That You guys are both being incredibly generous. Thank you. But um, the, th- the thing that's really hard for me in this episode is that yes... Like we were trying to age Peyton down, right? And show like, this is a kid. She's just a kid, you know? She's a kid that lives alone. And like, but then to take it from like, this is a kid to now we're going to do some sexy time stuff. Girl, make it make sense. Come on now. (laughs) 
I enjoy. I just almost spit water out of my nose. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. We were all like mouths agape just watching this. Like she finds the, she goes back to the motel, finds the bracelet. And, oh. and I couldn't fathom because I didn't remember. I don't remember what was going to happen. So I, I was like, why are they? Why are they going back to this motel? I mean, I loved that set. It was a beautiful set, but I just couldn't figure out, like, for what reason did they make her have the bracelet back in the motel? Mm. That seems like such a strange scene choice. Okay, she finds the bracelet. She's sad. Like, all right. We never see the bracelet again. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, he's taking his shirt off and he's looking at you like, come here, baby. Yeah. And it was so gross. It was gross to me. It started in the fittings because I was just... I was like, what? And they're like, he's going to take your shirt off. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to keep a tank top on. Right. And they're like, okay, fine. We'll make Chad take his shirt off. You know, for as much complaining as I've done about us having to like get naked, the boys also had to get naked all the time. Um, So, you know, it was fair. Um, But I was like, (laughs) no, I'm going to wear a tank top. So Chad trying to figure out which layer to grab because I'm actually wearing three shirts um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so him trying to figure that out was a big pain in the ass. But the way they described it to me to make it make sense still doesn't make any sense to me. I think they knew that Sandra Bullock was my hero. She's always been my hero. We're from Northern Virginia. Like I remember, like reading Good Housekeeping as a kid because oh. she was on the cover, and I was like, oh, yeah. I just love her so much. And I was told that this was like the movie Speed where you've been through this traumatic thing with someone and there's so much mm-hmm. pent up angst that you can't help but fall into each other's arms at the end of it. And as a 21 year old, I was like, okay, sure. You know, I guess it took a lot of convincing. As an almost 40 year old, I'm like, bullshit. When I've had a bad day, don't touch me. <laughs> like, when <laughs> yeah, I've been through something emotional, yeah, hard pass. I'm Keith Scott. Just with the, like the glass of brown liquor, just like no one talk to me, no one touch also, me. Also, speed is like full of adrenaline. Like, of course they're yeah. gonna, you know, it's like the release of all the adrenaline. That's not the grief of pulling back a sheet on a corpse and thinking it might and be your parent. By the and- way, even though it's not your parent, you just looked at a dead body. I like I can't know. think of anything grosser. And by the way, this person, uh, Barry, this plotline was one of your dad's coworkers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, hello? What was happening? Never, never acknowledged again. How long it had been in the water? I mean, it's just yeah. so inappropriate oh. on so many I'm gonna levels. I'm going to call lazy writing on that one. I think yeah. they could have, I think they definitely could have done better. We need Peyton and Lucas to kiss again. It's time. How do we make it even crazier than the last time? But look, you never know what's going on in a writer's room because they could have had a completely different plan and that you know how sometimes the rewrites yeah. would come in or whatever. I don't know if you remember how far in advance you had this, but but it's totally possible that they had a different plan and then they got, you know, Gossip Girl did something scandalous, got a bunch of ratings, and then the network called and was like, we need more sex in this episode. And then, you know, somebody was forced to make it up. So, you know, in in the defense of some of the writers in the room, you, you never quite know mm-hmm. what's going on or where it's coming from. And I will say, too, that's a great point, Joy, because mm-hmm. a lot of our writers were young. Yeah. A lot of our writers didn't have you know, tons of experience on other shows. And I think there is something really interesting about even how they explained it to you, Hill. This is 
not an uncommon device on screen. No. Two people oh, yeah. have this really intense emotional experience and then they hook up. It's yeah. like why there's slut cops in every TV show. Slut cops is the name of a, of a TV show I want to do, right? Because let's, let's get down to it. So you know this. Wow. We do, we're going to hey. catch some bad guys and then I'm going to lick your face. Yeah. It's, okay. It's the, the idea that a woman, the idea that a woman processes trauma through mm. her sexuality mm. is not something that yeah. I necessarily align with, but maybe no. some people do, you know? Well, yeah, everybody has different experiences, expressions. Like, sure, I bet we could have a really interesting conversation with some women about this. I, I'm more in your camp where I'm like, I've had a really bad day. I either want the world's most platonic hug, even yeah. if it's from my partner, yeah. Yeah. or I want to be left alone and get under a gravity blanket. And they would be like, no, this hugs me and no uh, one else talked to me. Girl, gravity blanket sounds pleasing. Oh. I think, well, the, the reason it felt out of place to me is because um, I when I want comfort is when I'm feeling trauma. Like I, I need comfort because something's wrong. But in this episode, everything had kind of just been fixed. Like yeah. she, you know, everything was okay oh. now. So it felt like it just felt like a bad timing to me. It would have made way more sense in the room the night before Mm -hmm. for her to be crying, for him to be comforting her. She rolls over like it's just a hug. And then it just sort of happens in bed like that feels much more of a natural transition rather than like everything's better now. Well, I think they were trying to do a bait and switch like Mm -hmm. they wanted people to think it was going to happen that night. And then it didn't. And then it's like, okay, we're in the clear. And then it was like supposed to be a sneak attack. I think this episode was really well written for all the Dan Scott stuff. Um, yes, and for and I sure. think you know, like Peyton constantly being faced with trauma is like a hard line to walk. But okay, we're walking it, and yeah. we're getting through it. Some people are cursed. She's a cursed human. Um, it's just the let's let's make her younger to then have her do some like much mm. older stuff. Yeah. And shoot it in a way that is kind of graphic. Um, yeah. it, you know, it's not graphic for cable. But if these were real life 16-year-olds playing these parts, mm-hmm. you couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, no way. It'd be so, it'd be very, very frowned upon. Um, so it just feels weird that people want to see pretend 16-year-olds get down. I don't want to see, 16-year-olds <laughs> aren't sexy, man. <laughs> I know my favorite part of that was when your hair got stuck on his necklace. That was- I was like, that's real. <laughs> How can we awkward this up? I leaned into yeah. the awkward of that for sure. Oh, but gosh. that was great. And and I will, I, I don't know, thinking about it, I get the device. It does work. The point is that there is a connection between these people and that figuring out, you know, love and relationships at 16 is really messy. And there was no reason you had to pull your clothes off. You could have just been making out. That's bad enough, right? Yeah, yeah, it's bad enough. For high school. It's that, you know, we've talked about it multiple times. I'm sure that's what initially came in. And they're like, let's turn it up to 11. It, there's always <laughs> that like, let's add a Brooke pervert comment. Let's, you know, uh-huh. we're going to put Haley yeah. in a hat and then we're going to turn Peyton up to 11. <laughs> Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like, 
my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair, every style, every home. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody yeah. to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. 
Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Everyone, we have news. Hi, we're doing a virtual event in September in honor of One Tree Hill yes, Day. Yes, we are. Yeah, 923. Everyone in the OTH fam knows it's our favorite day. And this event is also going to benefit one of our favorite groups. Us ladies are raising money for Kind Campaign because they do incredible work in schools to end bullying. And honestly, our Tree Hill High School needed that. <laughs> yeah, yes, ma'am. Sure. Yes, ma'am. So there is a lot of information forthcoming, but check out loopedlive.com. They have everything right there and more info will be added soon. So we can't wait to see you guys. See you on OTH Day. The Drama Queens are coming to you live from the iconic Beverly Hilton Hotel. That's loopedlive.com for tickets. Do you guys remember your, you like, you know, when you're first in high school and you're starting to make out with boys and stuff, do you remember how awkward it was though? And how like, you didn't know what to, you're trying to kind of copy the things you saw in the movie and shows like ours. And, but you know, it, yeah. it, it always felt so, I mean, gosh, I remember one of my first French kisses. I think it was my first French kiss. I, it was this really rich boy in our neighborhood. I was kind of like the poor girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Like my house is across the street from the highway and like, nice, <laughs> like nice. directly, um, you know, and uh, but there was this boy in my neighborhood that lived in um, Upper Saddle River, which is like, oh. you know, within walking distance of where I was in Waldwick, mm. New Jersey. And um, you're making it sound like pretty in pink. Like yeah. they're Andy. <laughs> well, he um he took me on a date to the bubble lounge in I was 17. He took me to the bubble lounge in, in Manhattan. Um he oh. like had a car that drove oh. us there. Like they had a driver. Sorry, I'm what? going way, I'm going God. way off. But anyway, that was uh and they we got into the champagne lounge and like I was like, oh my this was the first time I was ever drunk. You know, I, I <gasps> drank two glasses of champagne in one sitting, thinking I don't feel anything, and then I stood up and oh. the whole room just like shifted into place. Sure. Oh my, <laughs> I turned my, my head. God. <laughs> but um sorry, I'm I'm digressing. But anyway, I want to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day or another the next week or something, whatever, when we hung out again, we were hanging out in his basement and there was a game show on TV. I think it was Jeopardy or something. And he we're sitting on the couch and he starts to kiss me. <gasps> and um he it, he like was like kissing all around. He like licked no. all around my mouth. It was like he a big, licked like a your whole face. face. It was like a whole face kiss, 
all no. over. And, you know, sweet boy. I mean, we, we didn't know what we were doing, but I definitely was like, I think whatever we're doing, this isn't it. <laughs> tell us his name later because I need to Google this person. Okay, Joy. I'll tell you later. Yes. I'll tell you. No, I wouldn't <laughs> couldn't tell. But, um, but I just remember now looking back at that, I'm going just, gosh, it was so awkward. You know, you don't know yeah. what you're doing. You're just trying. Like, is this what we do? We just mash our faces together. I don't know. You know, so I, sweet. I remember, like, I was a very late bloomer. And I didn't start kissing till very late in the game. And then once I did, right, uh, like senior year, summer, summer after senior year, I remember it being like a great thrill to teach boys who hadn't kissed anyone really how to do it. Like that was like a thing where I was like, <laughs> I am going to educate some boys so that we go off into the world and make it a happier, gentler place. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I loved, I loved being like, let's slow this down. Come on. Bring it in. <laughs> gently. Wow. Gently. You've done your duty to first society. That's it. I'm done. I put my time in. Congratulations, girls. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like I, I learned to kiss from a good kisser. I mean, that's a that's a nice thing to be able to look back and say. I think some of the kissing on this show was not my finest work because I was so scared <laughs> that there's like a camera right there. You it's know, so, like it's so weird. And it's like these these first season kisses were my first time ever, ever doing that, like without actually kissing. It's like a fake kiss, you know? So you're, yeah. there's no tongue and, and your natural like muscle memory is to like kiss with tongue because that's what you've been doing. And so in oh, this it's so world, weird. It's, it's like so guppies, weird. man. You're like just guppies, like, you know, just, it was so gross and weird. I was doing a pilot. I played Paul Sorvino's daughter in a pilot when I was Ooh, 14. Wow. Cool. And cool. Um, it was called Burning Down the House or something before the movie with Steve Martin came out. Um, and uh, my character, Paul Sorvino, had three daughters. And my character had to make out with a boy on the couch for like a whole scene while someone else is talking, you know, so oh, the, no. it's a sitcom. So the other person's talking and they keep looking back at us and we're just like still, you know, mashing each other's snogging. So you were 14. I was 14. I might've been oh. 15, but it was, I mean, I was young and I was supposed to play this teenager and the girl, um, Gina, uh, Oh gosh. I can't remember her last name, but she was so lovely. And she played my older sister <laughs> And I remember just sitting down with her because we had done the blocking rehearsal, but you don't really kiss in blocking rehearsal. You're not mm -hmm. supposed to kiss yeah. in blocking rehearsal. You're not you just supposed sort of like, to. You're not supposed to. And you just sort of like lean in and like, mm, you know, we're here, we're here. You like put your faces side by side. Exactly. Thank you. you do a little cheek touch. Cheek to cheek. Um, but I, I sat down next to her. I went to her dressing room. I remember knocking on her door and being like, <gasps> I've never done an on-camera kiss before what am I supposed oh. to do I don't know oh. what we're supposed to do and Gina was so sweet I'm gonna look up her last name I don't know why it's escaping me it's my bad memory um but she was like oh no problem she she sat me down and she just walked me through all of it you know it's kind of like you want to open your mouth and and just press it up against each other and you and you sort of like Get each other, catch each other's lips a little bit, but you don't want to put your tongue in each other's mouth. So it just, you want to make it look like you're French kissing, but you're not actually. Um, oh. She was really sweet. So that's how I, that's what I learned to do. 
listen, we all have to learn from somebody. Um, yeah. And yeah. it is an awkward thing to watch back in retrospect. Oh, it's yeah. so uncomfortable. I will say nothing gives me a greater giggle than when the three of us are on these Zooms together and kissing scenes come up for any of us. <laughs> and we're all just like cringing yeah. and covering our faces with our hands. Like we're so horrified and I don't know. I find it funny. Hill, she did a movie with Jeff. Um, it was like some horror movie in a cabin with Eric Palladino. And I'm pretty sure Jeff was in it. Well, then I'm pretty sure Jeff kissed her too. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacovas must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. 
Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And <gasps> if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really <laughs> fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there, and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Guys, we have some listener questions, and I, I really feel like I need to ask Samantha's question to the group because it's about this. Oh. She says, how do you separate acting feelings from real ones? For example, with Nathan and Haley, the chemistry and love you feel coming from you throughout the whole show is crazy. Did it ever get confusing in real life? I'm going to go ahead and tack on a reference to earlier in the show when we were talking about the palpable chemistry between Deb Scott and Keith Scott. Barbara Ooh. and Craig have such good chemistry. Yep. And it's like, I, I think this is actually really a good question. So, Joy, take it away. Gina Phillips, by the way. Gina Phillips. <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, that's why locationships start. Locationships? Yes. That's a word? Yes. Shut up. It's like the most common. I mean, look at every, all of our favorite people on all of our favorite shows and in some of our favorite films have all dated each other. I mean, I loved, oh my God, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling when they yeah, were together. Yeah, that was Ooh, wish fulfillment. Remember when they kissed on stage at the yeah. MTV Awards and we Girl. all were like, the notebook is real. It's real. You know, it, yeah, I mean. We've all we've all had our versions of that. Personally, I feel that the more friction I have with someone off camera, the better mm. it reads on camera. Oh yeah. Um look, everyone knows Chad and I in season 1 were like, you know, two budding heads. We didn't necessarily agree on anything. And we grew to get along, but in season 1 because our characters were so being thrust together and I was aware of the want for it to be real. Like people want to think it's real. And so yeah. I was overcompensating for that. And so I'd be real shitty with Chad all the time. <laughs> I guess, you know, for Samantha and so many other people, yeah, our, our job is to create 
the, this real world, this real chemistry. And I think, you know, sometimes it turns into something that's actually real in real life. Again, I will never get over Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling kissing at the MTV Awards. So no, cute. I won't. I loved it. I was loved a notebook it. fan. I loved that relationship. Um, and, you know, obviously not attached to it. It's no longer a thing. <laughs> but I, I do think... It is funny, man, to know sometimes people who have amazing on-screen chemistry who actually hated each other oh, yeah. or vice versa. I've seen people, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, I've seen real-life couples try to act together and their chemistry on-screen is so flat. Yeah. And I think nothing is funnier because in life, yeah. I'm like, no, you guys are cute. But when, you, when there's a camera, you get really awkward and you lose it. That's when so Jeff and funny. I just did the, the Here's Negan episode for The Walking yeah. Dead. I had nightmares about it. Like no. I, I, I would like wake up in the middle of the night in the weeks leading up to shooting that. And I was like, oh my God, what if it goes wrong? Aww. Like, what if it's bad? And instead we had the best time ever and it was like right. super fun. But boy, I'm going to tell you, like leading up to it. And, and he also had like, you know, been excited about it publicly. Like, oh, my wife's coming to work to play. And like, then I think it dawned on him like, oh no. <laughs> what if this is bad? We've never done it before. And so wow. now, to Samantha's point, um, it feels really nice to work with someone who mm. I don't, there's like not a boundary. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can be yeah. as like whatever as you want to be. And so like being able to really kiss your spouse when you're supposed to be in a kissing scene is like, oh yeah. man, we're getting away with something. That's this is fun. Cool. That's it's, so fun. Yeah, it snuck up and it was really fun. So yeah, it's it's a gamble, man. There are some actors out there, some people can create chemistry with anyone. Yeah. yeah. And other people, it doesn't matter how good looking they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's cannot. So true there's something about uh, just your own personal like the things that you're attracted to in other humans and it's friendship chemistry as well. Um, and, and, you know, you just can't, it's hard to force it. Um, you know what it is, Joy, you've talked about, it's the listening. Yeah. Listening as an actor makes you a better lover and it makes you a better friend on camera. And I think that is the difference. And so in some of these scenes where like, we just kind of smash together and there isn't like a dialogue before, like Sophia, you and like, you know, Brooke and Lucas have had some like talks and then a kiss. And then Haley and Nathan have had some talks and then a kiss. And like Paige just like headbutting people really without any (laughs) kind of conversation. So it feels a little (laughs) meh, meh. I want to talk about it. It does get confusing though. I mean, I think, especially when you work with somebody that long, I mean, for me with James, James and I always got on really well, but he was a lot younger than me. And it mm-hmm. just didn't really occur to me to have personal romantic feelings for him. Um, but as the show went on and the more time we spent together, I mean, I, I would totally have like a romantic dream about him and wake up and be like, oh, <gasps> wow, that was interesting. <laughs> we're, we're, we're kissing all day. We're like yeah. making out and we're like being all lovey-dovey. Of course, it's going to work your way into it's way, totally. it's way into your subconscious. Yeah. Um, but no, but, you know, we never, ever got together in real life. And that's honestly probably what kept the chemistry alive on screen for so yeah. long, too. Yeah. Mm. Boundaries are important. 
(laughs) You need that yearning. Um, So do we have any other questions we want to hit before we do most likely? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let's see. We have Corin asking, when do you think the series concept changed from Ravens to OTH, One Tree Hill OTH? What was the season promo? Oh, was the season one promo photo shoot awkward? And at what point did you begin to feel like actual friends and not just co-workers? Oh, wow. We have a lot of questions here. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Well, it changed. It it changed after we shot the pilot, I think. Yeah, it was, it was just the title. It wasn't the concept. It was just the title. Yeah, the concept, well, concept it changed a little bit. Oh, did it? <laughs> I mean, it went from being, it was, the way it was pitched, and we've talked about this, was it was supposed to be like eight mile um, with like the yeah. boy from the wrong side of the tracks. It's supposed to be like you know, very gritty drama kind of thing. All the sexy stuff came in as a direct result of the summer launch of the OC. Um, Because it was a smash hit. I mean, it was everywhere. Everywhere. And so we were told, okay, we'll match that. Um, Mm -hmm. But by the way, I don't know that that's a bad thing because all of a sudden the female characters got a much bigger piece of the pie and you know screen time and stuff like that so great give me more i'll take it yeah uh season one promo shoot photo shoot oh the one where we were laying on each other yeah i was like is that when they put us in the bed yeah Yeah. it was on Mm -hmm. set we filmed that or we shot that on a stage photo shoots are always awkward i mean for at that age it was always awkward because we were all just we wanted to look great and we were all sort of you know, all this sort of pitting us against each other was happening, plus just the natural uh, sense of insecurity and jealousy that I think a lot of women feel with young girls feel with each other. And we're in an environment where we were always being compared to each other. And so I think photo shoots definitely got weird in the beginning. I think we eased up after a while, but yeah, it was a little weird. Plus laying everybody on top of each other and being like, who were we yeah. ripping off with that photo shoot? Well, like, there was another show that Friends. Done, uh-huh, okay. Friends had done, like, the cover of Rolling Stone or something, all of them in a bed. Oh, and, yeah. And so we did it, and then Gossip Girl did it after us. Like, everyone has done Every that cover. Every show has done that cover. It's so funny. <laughs> and my actual favorite part of season one was that then to kind of tease us, all the grownups did it. So yeah, Moira so great. and Barbara and Paul and Barry and Craig. Oh, it was genius. Yeah, so, good. so smart. So, so they copied it. And so then there were two posters. We need to post those. We need oh to put that God. on our social media because it was genius. And Craig Sheffer wore a tank top. Mm-hmm. And it was, I just loved it. They were it so great. funny about it. It was so great. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember the photo shoot itself being weird. What I remember is it was the first time I'd been airbrushed. You know, when I worked at MTV and they did, Mm. like, VJ photos, they didn't, you know, make us look different than we did, you know? We looked like we did on TV. But in this photo shoot, you know, we get the pictures back and, like, my boobs are way bigger. (laughs) Whoa, yeah. Me too. Because, Joy, you had on a T-shirt, and Hillary and I were both in tank tops, uh-huh. and we were like, whose boobs are these? Uh, beats the heck out of me, man. I've wow. been in A-cup my whole life. Um, that was weird. And then also, I didn't realize in the editing process, you know, if you're taking a group photo, and somebody else looks really good, and you are making a dumb face, they'll just take your face from a different picture, 
and smack it on there. And so there's one picture of Chad and I sitting on like Lucas's steps where my head is clearly not attached to my body. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I remember being like so personally upset about it. And the note, you know, from all the powers that be are like, Honey, nobody cares. <laughs> and it was so like, yeah. oh, I get it. I'm a thing that we just sell now. Like, this is like yeah. a Sears catalog, you know, buy it, don't buy it, no one cares. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the editing process of when your body becomes a thing to buy and sell and like a brand mm-hmm. thing, <sighs> that was a weird concept. It was also so weird to me that because there's a thing we get to do where you get the images and you have what they call them kills. You have a certain number of kills. Oh, you yeah, can make. That's right. And when you're young, they give you barely any, but you can say like, I really hate this picture of me. Please don't use it. But what yeah. was always so strange to me was that we couldn't say what our favorite pictures were. Oh yeah. We couldn't say, I feel my best in this. Please use one of these 10 images <laughs> that I like. They just are like, no, we pick the, the we pick you. We sell you. We own your image. We do what we do with your face. What we want, and I still find it really weird. But it I was look certainly like, weird then, dude. I look like I just farted in every promo picture <laughs> we have because I've always got this look on my face, like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I hated our promo pictures. <laughs> always pretty. the way I looked was so awkward. Oh There's one God. of me out there that I see floating around all the time, and I look so sort of. Ang- angular and mannish and like it's too much makeup there's like a little bit of a um i don't i don't know it's just this doesn't work it, it's a it always bothers me um that photo i'll find I know, it and, and there's nothing you. we can do about them there's nothing oh. we can do but you know what there's lots of bigger fish to fry in the world so. exactly it's a champagne problem i suppose our fans actually make better art for us like they, yeah, they do, do a great job of putting us in our best light so thank you they so do. much and by the way we've been loving your drama queens artwork everybody yes. it's so fun to see that um and please keep sending us emails let us know what you're enjoying about the show what you want to yeah. hear more of um and uh and thank you so much for joining us. Should we display some fan art for our live event? Oh yeah, that's a great day. idea. Oh yeah, you guys get it in. We're also excited because we're gonna be together in real life for OTH Day. So I can't yeah. wait to squeeze you guys. Um, you too. Tickets, you know, tickets are on sale. So y'all come hang out with us. We love you. Come hang, sing along with Gavin DeGraw and some special guests. Woo! Hey, let's spin a wheel before we go. Yeah, I was going to say, now now we know that we're all most likely to hate our press photos, but let's see what (laughs) else we might be. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Ooh. Oh, we know this one. Most likely to win a Grammy. Yes. Most likely to win a Grammy is none other. (laughs) <laughs> then Haley, James, Scott, Bethany Jones. Right, that's right. Yes, girl. Girl, let's do that. Yeah, like, do how it. do we do that? <laughs> I mean, honestly, we know it's like a game. We know there's like record labels that like take people out to lunch and stuff like that. Like I'll buy yeah. whoever lunch for you to win a Grammy. I'm into it. I'm in. I'm so in. Well, okay. I just had a meeting with a record label um, <gasps> last week, actually, to talk about doing a country record and um, yes. just... Yeah, there's some things brewing. There's some things brewing with music. I've got a tambourine if you need some backup. You just Yes, I do. <laughs> I Save the it. Sweet.
Right? Well, you guys, this episode was traumatic across the board. I'm glad we Mm -hmm. went through it together. (laughs) Well, next week is uh, episode 13, Hanging by a Moment. Hanging by a moment. There's that Grammy. Hey, baby. February 10th, 2004, on their way to drive Karen home from the airport. Karen's back. Keith and Lucas collide with an oncoming vehicle. More crashes. (sighs) Leaving Lucas unconscious and fighting for his life. Drama, drama, drama. Drama queens. Okay, guys. Bye. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.